0: <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy, only in theaters May third. Rated PG thirteen. Good protection and the pass wide open. Touchdown, Lamb! A total breakdown in coverage, and Dak Prescott has had a fantastic night.
1: This is BetQL Daily, presented by Bet
3: MGM from BetQL. Welcome back. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, Joe Ostrowski, and Mark Zinno with you this morning. And I am so excited for this conversation because we have some line movement. We have Jason Scott, VP of Trading for BetMGM, joining us on the BuyThePhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit BuyThePhoenix.com to learn more and Jason uh, we were just talking about Cowboys at 49ers I don't know if this is a reaction to this you know incredible performance by Dak Prescott last night but it just went down to uh, three and a half so what's up with the line movement here
2: yeah I've been a little surprised when we went up four and a half I I thought we might have gone up too small Uh, but whether it's a recency bias and it comes back to us later in the week will be interesting uh, the extra two days rest at home 49ers it looks like it's well set up for them uh, we had, we need to remember the bucks won eight games it wasn't exactly unexpected what right happened last long
1: hmm. yeah uh how'd you guys do over the weekend it was uh, overall it was in favor of the underdogs four and two the overs uh five and one to the closing number but uh, i'm sure some overs hit last night earlier on in the week uh how would you do overall? And then as far as the overs, I'm just curious, especially playoffs, a lot of people betting that don't bet uh, week in, week out. What what sort of split do you typically get? Because uh, you hear a lot public over, over, over all the time. So a uh, time like this, what, what does
2: it look like? Yeah, it totals we see over 60% in terms of uh, tickets over a year in, in NFL. And player props are close to 75%. And I, th- I think it wouldn't matter if we put up 39 or 49. <laughs> there are there are a cohort that are just going to bet overs. Um, yeah. So look, they, they were they, they were tricky. To answer your initial question about how the week was, look, we, we made really good money Sunday. Um, Saturday and Monday were there wasn't much in it, but uh, Sunday, the the Bills winning was our uh, the Bills not covering the Bills lose not covering teasers uh, anything else was our best result for the year in the NFL. Uh, and then we got something out of the Giants that we sort of broke even on the game. But what it did do, it killed all the Moneyline parlays from Sunday uh, that took the three favourites then into Dallas after they reloaded after the, after the Jags come back with the Chargers. So it um, wasn't spectacular for us, but, but we end up with our nose in front.
0: Jason you know the interesting line movement between Cincinnati and Buffalo uh, you know different shops opened up at three and a half one opened up at four and a half it was settled in at four by yesterday morning now we're seeing fives and I uh, earlier I think a five and a half popped up um, I mean what do you make of this movement so early on in Buffalo given they were only a two- point favorite in Cincinnati last time
2: yeah well I think it kind of makes sense doesn't it I mean we've got we've gone five and a half not long ago in the last few minutes. Uh, it makes sense to me if that two and a half favorites in Cincinnati, we really haven't seen week 18 was sort of half a joke. Neither team was that, was that, uh, impressive on the weekend. It had to be three or four points more moving from Cincinnati back to orchard park. So I, I, I personally priced at mm-hmm. five and a half, six. So I'm not surprised that it's got you if you use that week, 17, uh, aborted game as your baseline. You think it will get and to yeah, six? And what- Wouldn't shock me. You know, if you're just using, if people are just using the home field advantage as their baseline, it's gotta be four or five points difference between the two. Uh, I thought the bills weren't impressive, but at least they put 30 odd points on the board. I thought Cincinnati looked very average, both O-line and D-line. So since they played that game, I know Cincinnati were winning 7-3 or whatever it was with the ball in their offensive end, but I I don't think we can take much out of quarter of football.
3: Yeah. What about the total in this one? Just in the last couple of hours, it's gone from 50 and a half. Now we're down to 48 at wow. BetMGM. Is this weather-related? What are we seeing here?
2: To be frank, uh, a Tuesday morning after I'm in Vegas, so I was still quarter to eight. So I've had my head in reports and whatever else for the last two hours. I have <laughs> noticed the price going down. I haven't had the time to check whether it's weather-related, uh, whether it's player-related, or whether the a couple of the sharp syndicates have I've just uh, had a different price on it's where the market is. So I'm probably not the right man to give you an answer of why right now. But <laughs> what I can say is I have noticed it's the right groups betting the under.
1: How about uh, Kansas City, Jacksonville? At the moment, you guys are at eight and a half. The majority of the market is, is right there with you. I see a nine out there, a couple eights offshore. Uh, where do you think this thing settles in? And uh, is a lot of it just – the line that uh, you ended up closing with when these teams played in the middle of the season,
2: yeah, look, I think we are, there was nine nine and a half early it's come down a bit. I would suspect of the four games that this is the line I'm most comfortable that it will end up there it's not going to get under seven and it's not going to go above ten so so it's it's going to oscillate I think in this eight eight or nine area um, <laughs> we saw we saw with. Um, the incredible comeback in the second half, but that's not going to happen again if if they fall behind. Uh, Again, young quarterback, second playoff game, he'll improve. Uh, But again, coming off the break, Mahomes, I, I think this line is probably the most rock solid of all of them.
0: Giants of Philadelphia, Jason, you go back. When the Giants and Eagles met in New York, I think it was back in week 11 and week 12, Philadelphia was a seven-and-a-half-point favorite there, and they blew their doors off. Can't take anything from the week 18 matchup. Giants rested all their starters, yet installed again as a seven-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Um, you know, it's interesting, and quickly it was bought down to seven earlier uh, on, on Sunday night and into Monday morning, but now we're back at seven-and-a-half, mostly across the board. Uh, this number feels a little bit short to me personally, uh, and, and I'm a Giants fan here, so uh, I'd love to see the Giants win this thing, but, you know, I mean, I, I was expecting a bigger number closer to 10 with the Eagles being at home.
2: The old reverse mock of a Giants fan. Um, I, think <laughs> what, I, think what, I think what we're seeing here is that people have taken a little bit out of Week 18 in, in the fact that the Giants did rest all their starters and Philly didn't destroy them. Um, and I, th- I think that's that's sort of a concern the last couple of times we've seen Philly, they they you know they're overcoming injuries. Hertz looked decent, I thought in week 18, but they, you know another two weeks will help him. I tend to agree with you. I don't think this one's getting under seven. Uh, let's let's see where it lands, but yeah, I think I don't know. I think the Giants have been fairly impressive in the last month of the season, so wouldn't shock me at all. Yeah. If it Sort of stays around seven and a half, eight
3: we were just talking this is just such a tough time of year when it comes to sides if there is uh an underdog that could create some chaos which one would be your favorite to cover here this weekend
2: I think it's the giants i think i think hmm. there is so many unknowns about philly with the injuries with guys coming back everyone talks about their schedule being a gonzaga type, like schedule i think it's been slightly tougher than that but not a hard the the Giants are hard and tough. They're well coached. They're not gonna. They're gonna keep fighting. Whether it's a backdoor cover or whatever, I think they're the team that uh, I'm fairly confident will scrap and compete.
1: I'm uh, looking at these teasers. You you gonna fire someone when uh, KC Philly teaser hits or what? Is that gonna be the biggest need for something to get
2: knocked out there? I can't fire him because he made all the money this week on the 49ers. Bill's Teaser, so we've got a good bank to back play go. with on the Teasers. So look, <laughs> Teasers are something that, frankly, I don't think too much about. The, there's okay. enough margin baked into them at the end of the year. I know we'll make a small amount of money, not a lot. Uh, it, but over a year, it's been fairly solid for us with the variance of results this year. But yeah, I take your point. It looks the obvious, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, certainly. Yeah, I with all the totals going over, in the first round, again, I, I think we're, we're seeing some shorter numbers um, than expected. But the dallas San Fran total, given the defense, I mean, San Fran was a, they were at 42 and a half against Seattle, which is one of the worst defenses in the league. And yet we're installing at 46, 46 and a half for a game against Dallas, which has one of the better defenses in the league. That That total felt high to me.
2: Yeah, look, I think you're right. I mean... The, the all totals could have gone over if Brett Maher hits a couple of more extra points. I mean, we are, we've only yeah. just missed on that goal last night, so I think I think there is again. There's always a recency bias in sports betting, so we think there's probably a point or two of extra baked into that for us working on the theory that we're going to see plenty of money for overs. And from what I understand, the weather looks pretty solid this week in uh, on the west coast.
3: BetMGM offered live prop betting uh, last weekend for the NFL. Um, is that something you guys are going to continue? How did the books or the players do with that? Yeah, look,
2: it's, 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 it's a challenge as a trading team to, to sort of be adapting on the go, adapting to game situation, adapting to game plans. So I, th- I think it's a great option for savvy bettors who understand football. Uh, There's no doubt we're going to make mistakes and we we did make a couple of mistakes on the weekend. Um, And if if you're betting with the momentum um, of of teams and the way teams are playing on the day, I think uh, there's opportunities both betting overs and unders.
1: Jason, anything notable on uh, the adjustments with the Super Bowl numbers? I I thought it was interesting looking around. It looks like you guys have the best number if you want to take a shot on the Cowboys at 11-1, much of the market at 8. And uh, you have the Bengals, a shorter number than the Cowboys with the the state of that offensive line. Uh, Any notable movements?
2: Look, we saw last week probably more money for the 49ers than the other 13 teams that are alive cumulatively. Uh, and we've seen a fortune wow. for the 49ers over the last three weeks and we've seen some very high-profile people coming in wanting, wanting to bet numbers that I don't want to bet, you know, odds to a million, odds to half a million after they're already on to win three or four hundred thousand. So, so there's certainly a huge push behind the 49ers. Uh, surprisingly, our second-best result in the futures books of the Chiefs. Although we've written a lot of tickets for the Chiefs, we just haven't written any big numbers. I think it's our second-most tickets but our second-best result. Uh, certainly going into the playoffs. Uh Jacksonville of Jacksonville's all the money, but uh, I don't like our chances. But um yeah, we've really got a book that says the 49ers are a huge loser, the Bills are a tiny loser and everything else is good. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> Love <certainly>. it. <laughs>
3: Jason Scott, vice president of trading for BetMGM. We always love having you on every week to get your insights. He was on the buythephoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit buythephoenix.com to learn more. Up next... Sam Paniadovich, Neston sports betting analyst and the host of the Chicken Dinner podcast will join us. We'll ask him his insights on the NFL divisional round games next.